When it comes to understanding our world, our universe, our reality, what do numbers have to do with it? More importantly, why are numbers playing such a prominent role, it seems, in many of our lives right now? In this, our annual year in review and new year forecast with numerologist Sharon Milstein, we take a deeper look at the role numbers are playing in our lives. Are we getting just a taste of what's to come in 2018? You may be surprised at what Sharon had to say. So buckle up and have a listen. Well, it's that time of year again. Time for our annual year in review and forecast for this upcoming two year with our friend, numerologist, spiritual teacher and student of classroom earth and that's sharon milstein sharon welcome back to the show my dear oh thank you for being for having me be here <laughs> i'm here now be here now here You're, i am there you are and it's been a it's been a about a year since we last spoke and we just yeah. finished having a little catch-up chat so we're going to get into all of the things uh not only that have been going on with you but some some the good the bad the ugly the the, the fun the adventurous of what is coming but we're going to do some re- a little bit of a review before we get into it. You know, th- this is a show that I always look forward to with you, Sharon. This is our fifth year. This is our fifth year doing this annual forecast by the numbers. And what I love each year is that although you are giving us from a numerological perspective, what you sense is coming for the following year, you always give us so much more, your spiritual wisdom, your psychic sense, and you always leave us with a positive message to take with us. So no matter how gloomy or frightening our world can be, you always leave us with something positive. So given the topsy-turvy year we've seen as we wind down with 2017, I certainly hope that what you see for the coming year will include some goodies as well. But, and (laughs) this is a big but, we've got a lot of unsettling things on the table right now as far as our little blue planet is concerned. And I think we would be remiss if we didn't discuss some of these things in proper context, of course. So let's begin with a review of 2017, the one year. I'm going to put you on the spot, Sharon. (laughs) If you could sum up in one word what 2017 has meant to you, what would that be? Water. Hmm. Water. That's what what I predicted for this uh, 2017. And by the way, I'd like to mention that today is December 18th. It's very important so that uh, we have that down. Uh, historically right now. Okay, thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> water, so, so I, let's elaborate yeah. on that. Yeah, I, pre- I predicted water, and we've, and I also predicted not enough water, as much as I did an overabundance of water, and we saw that with all the hurricanes that happened, Harvey and mm. Irma, Maria, and all the floods that happened for the people in Texas and Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands and many other places, Florida. And so that was devastating. As much as I like to be correct in my predictions, it hurts me when I know that people are suffering because I am so empathic. I also predicted not enough water when you asked me, mm-hmm. are you talking about a lot of water? And I, or I said both. And then in the West Coast here, where I am in the Southwest, there's been amazing fires, you know, uh, record-breaking fires, and we just lost a fireman the other day, which is very mm-hmm. sad. 
So we are having a tremendous drought here in New Mexico. And there's a little town that I did mention last time, but I thought it was temporary, but just read the headlines in the newspaper this week about Quest to New Mexico, which is just north of us here in Taos, and they have no water. They've had no water, and it's been a problem since last year. And there are, there are multiple places that are having either water that is not clean enough or, or not enough water or then too much water. So this year, water. And what does water also mean? It has to do with the fluidness. It has mm-hmm. to do with movement. It's an organic flow. And we see that also uh, politically and otherwise. Very interesting. I was just going to ask you, because whenever we were talking, especially you and I, Sharon, whenever we're talking about uh, these sorts of things, numbers, uh, water, fire, there's a cert- there seems to be an esoteric as well as an exoteric significance. So I'm glad that you brought that up. Fluid. Well, we're going to get into the yes. political stuff. But uh, yes. th- this one year has been a year of scandals like we've never seen before. I'm speaking, yes. of course, of the still unfolding saga of those accused of sexual harassment. Yes. Extreme weather events like the hurricanes that you just mentioned, the wildfires yes. of California. One is still going as we speak. I believe it's called Thomas. The political yes. turmoil continues to rise. Sharon, when you said last year that the one year is what sets the precedent, it is, to quote you, the number that all the other numbers follow. And I have to tell yep. you, that's a little unnerving, given what we've seen. So let's dive in a little deeper at this point. <laughs> what on earth is going on? Well, beside the fires, the floods, the hurricanes, the president's ego, uh, his staff that was, his cabinet and staff that was fired and, and resigned all during the time that I also predicted from mostly from July to the end of September is when he fired a lot of these people. That was also a flow, a natural flow. Um, there, there has been a movement that has been growing with power. We talked about that as well last year. I talked about the power of the people, and we referenced North Dakota as one of the people uh, powering situations with the pipeline and how how people were, you know, fighting and at the front line, and so were the, the vets at the front line fighting the government. And so we talked about the power of the people, and it has continued, and especially with women right now. Uh, you know, we always had the boys' club, but now we have the girls' club. And the thing is that all of this has been sort of a conspiracy of secrecy. And this is what I'm also looking for into the future. A very metaphysical uh, transition is happening right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. But it has to do with the swing of the seesaw. It has to do with the people, that the women that are coming forward and knocking down very powerful men like Harvey Weinstein, Bill O'Reilly, Matt Lauer, Charlie Rose, Kevin Spacey, Maria Batali, mm. Dustin Hoffman, and many more. I mean, yeah. these are huge men. Yeah. And I have to say this to you right now and to the audience. Me, too. Me, too? Yeah. 
It's a Me Too movement right now. This this conspiracy of secrecy, as they always mention, the director's couch. I mean, it's been something that we've all known, and and especially women, how we've had to navigate our workplaces and such to try to support our families, and that's all we had in mind. But we also have been victims uh, of inappropriate behavior, embarrassing. May I ask you a question, Sharon? Obviously, I'm familiar with the movement of Me Too, but when you said that, are you referencing yourself? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. Hmm. I was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, where you walk down the street many years ago, you know, I dressed up with high heels up and down subways and, you know, felt attractive, younger, healthier, and catcalls would be, you know, happening, whistles from from construction workers uh, at the job. There was okay. a time that I was called up. I was I was managing, I've managed many businesses, and at this point, and I don't want to mention it, although maybe I should because that's what's happening right now, it has to do with really putting out reality and the truth. And that's what we're going into next year, which we'll talk about later. But it all has to do with unveiling the truth. I remember I was managing um, a section uh, of this business, and I was called up by the owner who was up a different, you know, maybe one or two flights up, and he said he wanted to see me, and he never called me up to his office. And I went up to his office. I was a little nervous, and, you know, the door shuts behind me, and he locks it, and he looks at me, and and the next thing I know, he has his hand on my left breast. And this this must have been about, gee, I'm getting old, uh, maybe 30 years ago or something like that. And I said, oh, no, no. And I moved his hand out. And with his other hand, he had a $100 bill right there. And I thought, how disgusting this Mm -hmm. is. Somehow, through all the different episodes that I've had to navigate with men being inappropriate, I've always gotten out of it. Thank God, I say. I have always somehow I made excuses. And then he wanted me to come to his very expensive mansion because uh, his wife wasn't going to be there on the weekend. I mean, I just couldn't believe any of it. You know, mm-hmm. his wife and his daughter were my very good friends, especially his daughter. And so <laughs> I ended up telling his wife in one of the bathrooms uh, that I knew didn't have any cameras or anything like that, and so did the wife know, because this was all a very... I don't know how to put it. He was a shady kind of a man, I'll just say, mm-hmm. with this very big business. And so I asked to speak to her somehow, and we went into the outside near the elevator bathroom, and I knew she did that on purpose also for us not to be heard. And I told her what happened. And she looked at me, she said, oh, I'm so sorry. This has happened with other people really? in the business, she said. Wow. Oh, yeah. And actually, it was it was a certain kind of school, but I don't want to go any further than that. She said, it's happened to the students. Oh, and I goodness. said, you know well, what? I said, you have to leave this man. Yeah. And yeah. she looked wow. at me and said, well, I can't. 
And I said to her, well, I'm leaving. Now, I was a single mom raising two children, okay? I said, I'm leaving. She said, oh, no, 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 we can't lose you. We can't lose you. Do you want an apartment in, in New York? We'll get you an apartment. At hmm. the time, I was living in Queens where I had to travel to New York. I said, no, I have to leave because, you know, they, I lost. I already lost, you right, know. Right. And so I actually, that's how I left New York. I Interesting. left New York. I took my children hmm. and went to San Diego where my sister lives. So that that's just one part of so many stories I have. Right. I Before hmm. I left New York, I got contacted an attorney. I told the attorney everything, and I said, look, I'm leaving. Can I still, can you still work with me about this situation when I get to California? She says, of course I can. And what happened was when I called him up from California, he, he never responded to me. And so that's how it was, the secrecy. The mm -hmm. secrecy right now is being uh, unveiled, unveiled. Sharon, I want to thank you so much for sharing something that I you really kind of knocked me off my chair. I'm not necessarily surprised, but uh, obviously this has been going on forever. And uh, but I, again, when it hits close to home, it's it's moving. So I do want to thank you for your for your courage in coming forward. And wow, it's really You're welcome. something. Yeah, thank you it so much. It has been going on. Thank you. It yeah. has been going on forever. You know, women didn't get to vote till 1920. Uh, and, and then, you know, in, in 1960s, they were burning their bras trying to get equality. Mm -hmm. And then in, in the 90s, Anita Hill, and I'll never forget Anita Hill. I'll never forget her testimony. I'll never forget how embarrassing. I'll never forget what they put her through because she brought accusations of sexual misconduct against Clarence Thomas. And it was, you know... It, it became like a national consciousness that was also avoided and, and just dismissed. Mm -hmm. And Clarence, Clarence Thomas became Supreme Court Justice. Right. And mm -hmm. so after all they put her through, he ended up being where he is, and I ended up having to leave New York. And, uh, and, and, and the attorney who said he was going to help me, he didn't help me. But that's just one of many. You know, I, I want to interject something here, because obviously we hadn't, uh, in our audience, uh, either hadn't planned on hearing this conversation. I do think this is something that has to continue, and yes. I'm, I'm glad that it came up. I don't know if you're familiar with the show that I just did with John Rappaport, my second time interviewing him. Oh, no, uh, and I like him. I'll have to listen. You may be interestingly uh, surprised at the way we tackled this issue. This was really more from... Oh, a conspiratorial uh, or conspiracy, I should say, on the part of the media. And the question that I raised to him as to why this has become such a, uh, a sustained campaign, if you will. Well, we're not going to go there right now. Uh, it's just an interesting, there, there are different aspects and entry points that we could look at this, what this is actually doing, what it's showing. Um, I think the jury is still out, uh, you know, but, and, and the other thing that I think bears repeating, Sharon, and that is, some of the darker aspects of this whole, um, oh, you know, sexual, sexual harassment is strong enough, 
But when we start to get into the pedophiles and the, oh. the, the, the largeness of that and what that and the darkness of that and what that entails, I have not gone on into that uh, in great detail on my show. There are there's plenty of information out there, but my only hope is that uh, as ugly and dark as this is, it must, if this is going to open Pandora's box, take us down the rabbit hole, let it. So everyone knows the injustices, the heinous activity that's going on right now. Um, you know, not naming names, but, you know, is this just the, are we just seeing the tip of the iceberg? So I'm going to leave that there because we have so much to cover and I'm, I'm going to be looking at this clock because, you know, we can go for a couple of hours easily. Oh, you Let's, and I could go, yeah. Forever. But here, yeah. this is what I want to talk about because, again, yes. so many um, market events that have taken place uh, throughout this year, one of which is the big solar eclipse that happened this past August. Oh, yeah. And that uh-huh. stirred, obviously, a lot of opinion, uh, particularly in the metaphysical and spiritual community, on what the significance of that event was. And I have even weighed in on my sense of what that may have denoted. But having this eclipse, what they call the Great American Solar Eclipse, occur in the one year, I think feels very significant. What do you think? Well, I think it's opening us up to, to things beyond our power. It has to do with the metaphysical world. It has to do with God, our great creator and architect. I did predict my words, rebirth and renaissance. And so this solar eclipse was something that none of us had any control over. Uh, We could either watch it or we could uh, be there in person. But I believe, and, and in my own little microcosm here, Speaking to people, we were all physically affected. Mm-hmm. But I think it just let us stop. We we actually stopped. We stopped everything. And if we didn't want to, it was mass media uh, coverage, so we had to stop. Things stopped. And actually, it was like a curtain opening to unveil things that we had no control over and you know, it had to do with the secrecy and the truth coming out that the universal power, uh, who it might be, uh, the power uh, that guides us, whether we believe or not believe that uh, there's one source, has the whole control um issue as far as elements, as far as weather, as far as our time goes on this planet, to me, it's all an experiment. It's a holographic experiment. Mm, Very interesting. Elaborate on that. Go ahead and elaborate on that. That's a very interesting comment that you're making. Well, I really feel that, you know, it's quite interesting, um, Alexis, because I was talking to a very big religious leader the other day on the phone. Actually, it was yesterday. And I started talking about UFOs, and I started talking about artificial intelligence and Hmm. and, and crop circles and all these kind of things that for the last few months I have been intensely motivated and interested in. Really? And this... This religious person who knew I was going to, you know, be researching these topics said, oh, well, you know, don't give it much, you know, 
it's all about God, it's not about all this or whatever. <laughs> sort of dismissed it and mentioned, you know, I wouldn't really think about that too much. It's God and all that. So hmm. I hung up, and again, I'm right in front of the TV because that's what I do. And there it was that they were going to finally expose the files Mm-hmm. of the secrecy of the UFOs right there, right after I had this. I know. And I thought, Quite a headline. Always, yeah. it always happens to me, the synchronicity of things, that I am totally aware of things manifesting right in front of my eyes that are just blow me away. It has to do with people in high position, high power, people who are worldly the, i get information and then it's on the news mm-hmm. it's, it's always or i'll have a dream about them mm-hmm. oprah winfrey or whoever i mean i don't really know her but i you know we all think we know her because she's televised so many years but i actually know what's going on it's unbelievable you know it's so, so funny that as i listen to you tell this and, and express this with such enthusiasm now sharon you and i both know as well as your many clients over the years that you are incredibly in sync and yet it never ceases to amaze you i can hear it in your voice it's amazing you are a synchronicity magnet of course but here's it's unbelievable the things that happened to me right. i'm going to give you this silly thing this silly thing that happened i am in my office right now talking to you and I would say it was probably a year ago or so. And I was looking out. I have a wonderful view of sagebrush and everything. And I said to myself, gee, if I only had a tree over here, I looked out the window. If I only had a tree there, it would block the neighbors. And that would be perfect because then I have it all blocked and I have my privacy so I, I said, okay, remember that bush now, so when you walk outside, you'll know where it is that you wanted the tree. I walk outside, and there's a tree, a wild, tiny, pinyon tree that a bird must have came and dropped a seed that I never saw or knew was right in that place. I love it. What do you say I to that? Co- I, I, I stood there in awe. I called up a friend in New York immediately. I said, you will never, ever believe this news story. It's a miracle. She said, oh, you always have miracles. I said, no, but you have to listen to this. Cause, and when I told her the story, she said, only you could see something like that before you really <laughs> saw it. Right, right. I wanna, I'm going to interject something, though, Sharon, because I want to yeah. keep this as, as well, it is, it, it's flowing beautifully where it needs to go. But you're talking about synchronicity. I, too, feel myself to be somewhat of a magnet for synchronicity. However, I want to go back to this. Let's use this eclipse back in August as sort of a demarcation point. And all of these very interesting, wild, wonderful, anomalous stuff, things started burgeoning, including I have more of my audience, I have to tell you, reporting constant synchronicity people that I'm meeting on the street that are not normally into this sort of discussion, talking about strange things happening to them, the numbers, and we're going to get into the numbers. I'm not letting you off the hook this time. We're going to talk about the (laughs) 1111s and the double numbers and why now? But would you agree, I've asked several of my guests this question, that this period of time, so-called time, be it a construct or not, is denotes something very significant in terms of the metaphysical bleed throughs 
the experiences that people are having. Again, what on earth is going on? Too many questions, I, I know, I, but... That's <laughs> yeah, bleed-throughs. I like, I like the way you said that. Yeah. Bleed, the word bleed kind of gets me like, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> but no, here's what's happening. You are 100%, and you see as I see a lot of times, because we are searching and we are uncovering the truth in our own way, and it it appears it appears that way it appears to us because we're open and receptive to this all these strange things that people are seeing or knowing or feeling it is the beginning of a new paradigm mm. as you say and that the truth is all coming out and we're headed into a time this new year that's going to start in January 1st, 2018. It's all about metaphysical hmm. and truth. Wow. So you're agreeing that we are indeed going to see the uh, what that has in store for us both esoterically and exoterically, the surface yes. and beneath yes. the surface, which I happen yes. to feel yes. everything rises from the metaphysical. But ah, interesting perspective. Sharon Milstein. Let, I want to talk about the numbers. I'm looking at the clock because I know the people, let, I think it was last year, we spent, there was so much to talk about and there always is of going through the what has transpired thus far. People were like, we need her to talk more about what's coming. So I'm going to make sure our audience is happy and we talk about what's coming. But before we let the review go, and this is going to bleed into 2018, I'm certain, I want to talk about the double numbers. Got to get into that. As you and I were talking before we went on the air, I saw 111. I don't have to get into right. it with my audience. My <laughs> audience knows how much we. I, I see these numbers. I've talked about it. I've sliced and diced every which way. I'm cl comfortable with the fact that I probably will never have an ultimate answer, but I love to get perspective. Again, now I'm hearing from so many, including myself, it's not just the 11s, 2233 I'm to this day getting emails. Oh my God, Alexis, me too. Can you please yeah. give us a perspective as a numerologist of what this means? If you can add anything, because I think you're, you were onto something before with it. I'm looking at the clock. It's 44 after the hour. It happens every time as we speak 44 after the hour. Okay, Sharon, take it away. So, you know, I think only God has the answers to these things, but as a numerologist and a person who has studied numbers for many years, it seems to me that it has to do with getting our attention, of course. Uh, even people who don't know about numbers, per se, they're stopping, they're going, oh my God, it's, it's, it's 111, it's 222, it's 333, it's 444. Now, I, I myself don't remember as much seeing 555 or something. I don't, I don't remember that sticking or, or just, you know, uh, adhering to my brain. But every number has its vibration. It's all about vibrations. And somewhere in the world at that time, some big event is happening. But these ones, you know, we look at things in a compound way, but numerologists also look at things in a, a, in a singular digit way to get the essence of the vibration. Now, if we take that 111, 
The one is new beginnings. It reminds us of of the navigator and the 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 adventurer, the the pioneer. We see pioneers in women right now. So it's it's pioneers, it's the new paradigm. It's it's all about getting our attention and it also has to do with a cultural group of people that are getting this frequency. So if it's if it's 111 it's really a 3 and what is a 3? It has to do with the network. The network of people, the social part of people. It 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 really has to do with the individual which is the 1 and it has to do with the combined compound number of 111 being a, four, a 3 which has to do with the the social the social culture, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And You're, it has to do with all the newness. It really, this is right. all happening right now, this metaphysical newness. Right. But but I, I hear you, <clears throat> excuse me, very well on that. But there's something else I, I, I'm really trying to get at, Sharon, in terms of doubles. Rather than looking at, I, we understand that, frankly, uh, numbers are a language in and of themselves and a very powerful yes, one at that. Are. They have mm-hmm. a distinct vibration and a signature. And yet I'm sort of looking at, rather than what a given number denotes, a pattern of seeing doubles, whether it's ones, twos, threes, fours, fives, and so on. And it's it's manifesting uh, in different ways with different people. It's just happening more of the time. What, in your estimation, would the doubles, just doubles, everything doubled, well, it's that doubles and triples. It's doubles and, and triples. triples. That's correct. Absolutely. And the triples are really, it's attention getting. I mean, it has to do with opening up the secrecy of communication. It really does. Just like, you know, going off into just uh, putting in another subject of the crop circles. All of those things are getting our attention because the patterns are so unique and it all gets broken down to, to numbers, which are which have to do with communication. You know, language is different all over the world, but numbers are all the same. Mm. And numbers are as old as the universe. And I think they all stick out to remind us that our language that we're communicating with is not the only language. And so I do believe that uh, another kind of artificial intelligence has to do with these double and triple digits. Really? really Very interesting. I uh, have addressed that in the past in terms of a couple of, you have said a couple of buzzwords that I really wish we had a couple, three hours to talk, uh, double or triple at the time to talk, uh, because you're, you're bringing up some terms that if you follow my show and my audience obviously knows I've covered the holographic model of the universe under the auspices of, of quantum theory as well as artificial intelligence and the, and the implication of that and where those two things coincide. And interestingly, Sharon, I've never heard you bring up those subjects coupled with your interest in ufology now, the UFO phenomenon. You said that yes. these these things are relatively new in terms of catching your attention. May I ask yes. where that came from? What triggered well, that? Y- yeah, you know, it's always been sort of a vague thing because I always have an interest in digging deep, you know. Um, but it, it in the last few months, it has been a an extraordinary interest of mine. 
Um, and I have been doing some research, and again, I'm only at the infancy of, of, of discovery. Um, but I believe all of this, the triple numbers, getting our attention, really has to do with another, um, and I know I may sound very strange to some people because I never really talked about this much, but, but like I said, I talked to a very religious, big, big-time leader yesterday about this subject and how it could connect with, you know, religious, you know, outlooks and, and such. Hmm. Uh, and a lot of people really don't want to touch it because, you know, it's unknown. But I believe it has to do with another entity, whatever you want to call it, an intelligence of another source trying to get through. These are messages. It's not just our languages that are different, like the Tower of Babel I once talked about, that it's becoming, but also um, it has to do with, with the messages, and, and that's what we're going into. You know, I can't really wait to talk about it. We're going to get there now. I think, I think it's time to go there now because this is a great segue. Because, you know, here's the thing. I have to yeah. say this, Sharon. You know, we've been yeah. doing this for five years. It's our five-year anniversary. And every time I approach doing the show with you, I think to myself, we're talking about a new set of criteria, perhaps, a number that's associated with a year. This is all about time and space and demarcation between one year and the next. But I have to tell you, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, if time is, in, in some circles, in some discussions, it's been questioned as to the validity of time in and of itself to begin with, simultaneous right. time. Yes. Really, yes. we're talking about a continuum. So there really is no demarcation point. Hence the reason why I want to now flow from 2017 into 2018, because I doubt very much that what we're seeing right now is going to have a hard demarcation once we hit January 1st. So let's use that as a segue. What is going... Okay. Where where will this 2017, the one year, the mean, the number that yeah. all other numbers follow, take us oh, in 2018? Yes. So, that, so that, yes, I'm glad you said that because, again, I, I mentioned this before. Number one is the first number in which all the other numbers follow. And I talked about a blank canvas or blank pages in a book, remember? So whatever you put in the number one year, which we're still in right now, is going to manifest and it's going to flavor the whole nine-year cycle. So all these new things that are happening, the power and the energy and the vibration behind women exposing some of these high-powered men that have gotten away with this conspiracy of secrecy are being unveiled. A lot of things are being unveiled in a very metaphysical way. Even, you know... The president, I don't even want to mention his name anymore, really. I, I, just, <laughs> I, I just tell you that it all has to do with, you know, you're fired and constantly trying to clean up and renew and start again the number one. So, yes, everything that started in this year is going to continue. That means all the metaphysical digging Mm -hmm. All of the power of the people that know their power now are going to be running the show, not the government, not the government. Mm 
That's very yes, encouraging. The government is, mm. is yeah, the, <laughs> this very powerful government, yes, it's powerful. However, there's power in numbers, as you can see. Literally, and as we can yes, see. Literally, yes, literally, literally. <laughs> you know, we even see this with groups of dogs. What do they call it? It's sort of a, a you know, uh, what is that word? A pack? Uh, when, yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a dog could, you know, I have animals here, a dog could, be the sweetest kind of, you know, submissive dog in the world. Put that dog with five or six other dogs, which I do occasionally with a dog visit. They, that dog's whole personality changes because mm. there's power, there's security, there's support, and they all are primal. They become their primal selves. Interesting. And we are now moving into a very primal time. It, very primal. Well, you know, I want to, I hope I'm not going to steal your thunder here, but you know, I love to do my research, Sharon. And I, again, in looking at the synchronicities and all the things that are building up that I know for sure are going to bleed through into the, the following years, I had to look up, I, I admit I went to one of the big numerology sites to, to learn about what others say about the two year, if I may. I want to just read something to you because it blends right in perfectly with what you just said. It says, as the most feminine among all numbers, the two, which is the year we're about to go into, is also the most underestimated, at least when it comes to power and strength. After all, she is almost always gentle, tactful, diplomatic, forgiving, and understanding. Certainly, she likes to keep the peace and will avoid confrontations as much as possible. But if you look at the shape of the two, however, you will recognize a symbolic representation of the ultimate survivor and an extremely resilient force. Yes, I, you did step on my toes a bit just now. <laughs> but um, you just made the point. You just made the point. You, you did well, it. You already said it. You just Okay, made... but I didn't say enough about this. Go ahead. Now, the thing that I really want to say, and also the school of thought in which I have learned... Mm-hmm is that it is not going to be a two-year. And ah. I, I also look things up, but I look them up <laughs> just to see if they're on the same page as me. It's part yes. of research. Right. And I have seen incorrect information. Ah. And so I'm here to correct the information. Go for it. You know, and according to, to uh, Kevin Quinn Avery, DMS, a doctor of metaphysics and uh, who who really was around many years ago, uh, the school of thought in which I have learned and I believe in is that, yes, the numbers go from one through nine because every n- compound number is broken down to a single digit by adding the numbers together until you come to one single digit, which is the essence of the vibration, except number 11, 11. <laughs> except number 22. 22. <laughs> Those are two numbers you never break down to the single digit what you do is you put now everybody uh, pay attention to this so you'll understand you write 11 then you put a a slash and then you put a two that is the proper way of honoring an 11 say that one more time sharon say that again right write down number 11 on a piece of paper Mm -hmm. then put a slash and then put a number two, and that is oh, how. Oh, I see. I see. That that is the proper way of honoring this very big metaphysical number. I knew you were going to say a, that. I knew you 
I did. I did. Well, I did. Well, you know me. We're we're always in sync. Yes, we are. I realized that as well. As soon as I added two zero one eight, I said, "Wait a minute, that's eleven. And I wonder yes. if that will sort of put the two aside because eleven and twenty two actually are a master number. Yes. Yes, so I kind of yes. was there. I was there, but that makes perfect sense. And I actually I went to a few sites, and and that has been brought up as well. Very yeah, interesting. Yeah, but a lot of them are giving the wrong information to people, uh, yeah. and I don't like that. I, yeah. I, I, I just you know it goes against <clears throat> all my years of studying and respecting numbers as I do. <clears throat> and so when I see something like that, I just think you guys are wrong. You're giving wrong info. <clears throat> And you're taking away the biggest quality of, of what is about to happen, what is going to continue because of the one that we're in now, flavoring the nine-year cycle. Now we're going into the next part of developing what we started or what was shown to us. Mm-hmm. I, th- this is blowing me away. This part, there's always a section in our talk where you just have to pause, <clears throat> pause and take it in and yeah. You know, the numbers, 11. And you know what else I did, Sharon, in preparation mm-hmm. for our talk today? I added mm-hmm. January 1, 2018. When you put one and one together, you get 11. And 2018, 11. So essentially, on January 1st, 2018, to me, I see 11, 11. One moment. <laughs> so we have, yeah, we have a lot of, of ones, actually. Yeah. We have... Wow, it's it, it took it's quadruple really, because uh, 2018, as I mentioned, is an 11 over a two. That's how I say it. That's how I write it. Uh-huh. And then January 1st is another one and another one. It comes out to a four altogether. Mm-hmm. However, there is a quadruple one. That's right. So you, that was really astute of you to mention that because you still have to honor the single numbers as well as the compound number being broken down. Do you know that the most incredible ancient pyramids and buildings in China that were, that were made and, and, and uh, structured in, in, in eons ago all were based on mathematical formulas yes. that modern technology could never duplicate yeah. even now That's and right. so the power of the numbers are significant mm. and i do believe that artificial intelligence and there's different kinds of artificial intelligence you know there's computers in 3d that are making you know body parts and but i'm talking about the mysterious uh, the connections that that these other entities are trying really to connect and give us messages. January first mm. is giant. It is giant. Mm. Wow, it's a giant. You're confirming, and this is why it was chomping at the bit to have you back on, Sharon Milstein, because you are really confirming what I think a lot of people have been saying. There's something happening here, and there's some connection, I feel. And I, I just did, I believe it was my last conscious commentary, it was a, a short segment that I do, on the uh, art, artificial intelligence meets 
Uh, the simulation model, by the way, which is a big discussion point, even in mainstream scientific circles, that we may be living in some sort of a virtual reality. And the coinciding of those yeah. and the fact that we're seeing these numbers so prevalent, so prominent right now, may be showing, it's almost like the universe is, is showing us its hand of what this universe is made up to begin with. Does that right, make sense? and it has to yes, and it has to do with cutting through the babble, the yeah. the languages, because this is the universal language numbers, mm-hmm. and I do wow. believe that these extraterrestrials that are doing the crop circles and the pictographs on these uh, ancient caves and such in Egypt, we found many, and also there's a place. Um, uh, uh, some other, I'm trying to remember, Scandinavian country that, that's getting this information as well. Um, anyway, long story short, the only way to get through in a worldwide vibration is numbers. And I do believe that it, beneath the veil or behind the veil of secrecy and mystery that there's a yearning to, to um, connect and that's what we're going into. There we go, this is the where connection. We're going. Oh, yeah. my God, yes. Isn't 100%. it something? Let me just tell you, you know, the numbers are, um, to me, is this is what we're going to be seeing more in our future, more in the coming uh, uh, year. So I, I like to think of this as sort of a forecast as well. But I, before we leave the, the hard subject of numbers, I have to tell you, when I finish preparing my notes for our interview today, Sharon, just before I close the document, I noticed the word count on the page was, drumroll, 777. The word count, 777. Wow. Oh, my. Yeah, you're pretty amazing. No, um, it's not me. It's the universe. No, I'm but it's, you, you, it's your receptivity and recognition of this uh, under-the-veil understanding and connection. You really are connecting the dots. And I guess I do that as well. It's a big dot connecting exercise, man. I got to tell you, it's a big one. And we're going into it. (laughs) Yeah, we're going going into this triple thing happening. And it is triple in a way because Uh, 11 over 2 is triple. Well, it's triple in the sense that we have three numbers involved, actually, in this one year. Interesting. I mean, in this next year coming. This next year. Let's talk about some of the things that you see in terms of vibrationally in terms of um you know where we where do we go from here with obviously there's so many things left undone in this one year that certainly won't be wrapped up but how will the what we're seeing play out now you know carry on in the next year or what new might we see introduced and both esoterically and exoterically i'm just well it's it's (laughs) you know it's a continuum It, it is a continuum it has to do with the development we're at the development stage or we're going into the development stage because what has been shown to us the power the vibrations are going to continue and develop and you know it takes a quite a long time to get things uh you know placed in stone uh just like we talked about a little while ago the women's movement I mean, 1920, they finally got to vote, even though, you know, in the late 30s, World War II, they were going ahead and doing all the men jobs but not getting paid for it while the men were out voting. 
uh, where the men were out working and and being in military fighting wars and such everything takes so long from 1920s to the 60s 40 years you know uh then we uh, from the 20s to the to the late 30s a bunch of years from the from the 60s to the 90s of women's suffrage and and anita anita um what was her name again? Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anita Hill. So <laughs> everything, it takes a long time to develop. You know, it's almost like when you're advertising in newspapers, people don't even see the advertisement for a while. Then maybe on the 13th week they notice it, and then maybe on the 20-something week they look for it. And so it seems like everything it takes time in a sense, but yet everything is going so fast in another sense. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the whole thing about time is that the development seems to take long but our time here seems to be short and and everything seems to be going too fast or so fast you know and who who made up this thing in time anyway man Well, again, right, the concept of time is starting to to blur a bit for people. People have been talking for quite a few years at this point about time seems to be shortening or our perception of it. Again, the revelation, the revealing of how the universe works, the true nature of reality, perhaps we're finally getting a peak. You know, I I have to ask you this question. Every year that we've talked, Sharon, uh, spoken, you have assigned an element uh, to a given year. Yes, yes. Last yes. was water. Yes. What about this year? Earth. Coming. Earth. Oh, boy. Earth again. Remember, we we talked about Earth and, uh, a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and you said to me, what do you mean, Earth? Do you, what do you mean? And I said, the opening of Earth. And, you know, this is where I saw a clear picture and I don't exactly, sometimes the interpretation isn't exact because I get these informations and then it becomes the reality, but it has to do with the earth opening under our feet, Mm -hmm. the earth. So what does the earth do well when the earth is opened it is it exposes you know it exposes us it exposes what is beneath the earth mm-hmm. like the um the people who who do this um going digging under the earth uh the um i'm trying to think of the word archaeologists yes mm-hmm. The archaeologists who are digging and unearthing, right? Unearthing. Mm -hmm. They are finding all of these different kind of artifacts that has to do with unveiling uh, humans, different sized skulls, uh, Neanderthal and Homo sapien, different kinds of skulls that were naturally produced in the human. They were now bound because uh, some cultures bind heads and feet and all these kind of things. But the archaeologists are discovering, beside the dinosaurs and how the climate was at the time and the elements were, we, we're going to see more of, of that. All the mysteries are going to be coming 
to fruition. Uh, all the mysteries are going to be uncovered and unveiled, whether it's archaeologists digging past the surface, but it's also the people digging past the surface to understand the whys and the wheres of the universe. Mm -hmm. this, this is where the continuum, the development is. It also has to do with, and I saw this picture, and I, again, I don't, I can't particularly um, make a reference to how it is, but I saw a giant opening of the earth. Wow. I, I don't, I, like I said, I can't tell you if it was a meteorite or if it was a bomb. I, 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 I'm just telling you so, something significant. Wow. Listen, this is really something. Um, <laughs> I, I really don't know what to say. You know what I'm going to do, though? Yeah. I'm going to take a very, very brief break because it sounded like, I have to tell you the truth, the earth just, earth just opened in front of my house. So we're going <laughs> to, I need to see mean? what's going what? on. Something just happened. Oh. I'm going to, oh my God. we're going to have a this... quick pause and we will okay. be right back. What would you do if the beloved pet you had to put down only months ago suddenly showed up at your doorstep? Or you had a dream that your animal companion told you they would be returning to you? Hi, I'm Alexis Brooks, and after having my own amazing animal return experience, I've put together a compelling presentation called The Evidence for Animal Reincarnation, Clues, Characteristics, Confirmation, that include miraculous stories just like mine that happen to real people just like you. You'll hear powerful accounts of animals returning to their owners after they've died. You'll find out if you can actually encourage your lost pet to return to you and ways to learn whether they already have. Take a deep dive into the historical beliefs around reincarnation. Learn about synchronicity, intuition, and even dreams and how they all factor into this miraculous phenomenon. To learn more about this unique presentation and to purchase your copy, visit higherjourneys.com forward slash animal reincarnation. That's higherjourneys.com forward slash animal reincarnation. And maybe you too will witness the return of your animal friend that you've been so longing to see. You're listening to Higher Journeys Radio with Alexis Brooks. And now, back to our program. Okay, everyone, we're back. <laughs> you, Sharon the got opening. The, right. Sharon got me going, so I had to go outside. It was it was one of the, those synchronistic things in which I heard a boom the moment you yeah. said that. Everything is fine, oh folks. We're we're all set, <laughs> and and the timing, <laughs> I suppose, is good. My heart's still racing a bit. Uh, so we're going to be winding down because we're actually close to the end of the hour. Uh, so, phew, oh. we're, we're okay. But I hope we could get more into this year coming because I have some predictions. I'm going to have you give them to us quickly. We, as always, spent so much time. We only have a, a short hour, and we're almost at the hour mark. Uh, wow. So we, this, there was so much to cover, obviously, with yeah. what on earth is going on. So if you could please give us a little snapshot, a little flavor uh, for okay. what you have uh, up your sleeve. Okay, <laughs> so we have two. We have two things going on. We have the the eleven, and we have the number two. And uh, here's what we can look forward to in as we're talking about the number eleven. Okay, so number eleven, as I mentioned, is a master number, and it really has to do with the potential of people. Mm. That we have the potential to really see through our dream state, 
and through our meditation, uh, if you will, to really be able to put ourselves in a position that of a higher consciousness, okay? So we have the potential of the people to be the very best that we can be. And in 2017, we broke the mold with women's rights and political upheaval. Uh, but in 2018, that mold that was broken will change and continue. So the 11 itself has to do with being the seeker of God, hmm. getting messages straight from above, digging past the surface to really understand and uncover the whys and the wheres of the universe. There is no question why files are now being released, uh, secret files of artificial intelligence and UFOs. Because in October of any given year, we start feeling the next number coming through, which is the 11. It also has to do with, like I said, getting messages straight from above. It's godly. So whoever is on this particular, I call it like a laser beam of vibration, will be able to get messages that other people may not get because mm -hmm. they're not, they're not in, in that place yet and they're too new of a soul. But so they might be misinterpreted their actions because they're it's a very metaphysical year that we're going in. Mm. And it's not really a time to promote oneself, especially financially. But again, I'm taking it out of context and giving you the universal year as opposed to a personal year of somebody which that's what we do in numerology. We put numbers together, and it becomes a picture. It's like a puzzle putting together. Um, so we're getting messages from above, and, and then we need to, to go within to mine our potential gems, really. It has to do with blending and balancing also of the number one and the number two. Now, I say this because 11 has to do with two ones, and those are very masterly numbers. Mm -hmm. But the simple vibration, if you look at the two of the 11, is a very feminine number. Ah, so two this is, is where very we get the feminine. feminine. Okay, gotcha. And the, the feminine has to do with a, a culture of support, really, because women, that's what females do. And it has to do with, it's a dual number representing partnerships, association, love, cooperation. Working with others and using their ideas is the main thing, that message to give people. When we break down this 2018, we still have to look at 2018. And as we're talking now that the two has to do with working with others using their ideas, which may open up. Uh, this concrete, fixed kind of mind that people have. Um, and, and then the zero means a lot of little things, but it's not as significant as the one in 2018. Since we are still in a one year, and I've mentioned it, it has to do with the independence and, and also the leadership, but it has to do with new resources that we are going to uncover new ways of, of 
being able to find and use our research, uh, our resources. It has to do with the new ideas. You know, beside the fact of the artificial intelligence, which has to do with the robots and self-driving cars and drones and electronics, but a lot of this is going to cause havoc in a way. Uh, so it has to do with, you know, the planes are going to be affected, everything in the sky, the birds. Mm. It has to do with the privacy from, from the drones going to be affected. And what I see coming up is more frontier justice, so to speak. Frontier justice. The momentum of the people branching into individual groups. But then it causes babble because people are so different. We all have two eyes, a nose, and a mouth, but we, but we, all, we all have that, but yet we all are different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this new frontier of justice is going to spread into smaller and smaller groups with the same thinking mind, so to speak. Uh, the eight in the 2018, the eight really is, I call eight the triple A. The, say again. The I call number eight a triple A. A triple Attainment, A. Attainment, achievement, accumulation. Mm -hmm. Eight has to do with energy, and money is energy. However, it's also karma, and it's also war. So eight has that kind of energy, and it also could be economic havoc. Okay. Well, it's interesting when you mention karma particularly, because I recall you having, we having a discussion about a particular year having a, a huge karmic influence, and I couldn't recall what the year was. And I thought, well, that's interesting because it seems like where we are right now, there's been a lot of karmic repercussion with the, as we know, the sexual uh, misconduct allegations, et cetera. But it's the, okay. So 2015, that, 2015. Right. But what you're saying is year. we're going to see more of it. See, this is where I maintain yeah. the continuum is present here because it looks like we're almost getting a taste of those karmic repercussions that are clearly going to go into this coming year, right? Well, yeah, because it's it, it's uncovered, you know. Wow. It, it, it's uncovered this year in, in all these different modalities, and uh, now it's going to be developed more, so we're going to see more. I mean, I was really shocked yesterday when I walked uh, into the TV room from the office after speaking to somebody about all of these uh, AIs, artificial intelligence, and mm. UFOs, and crop circles, and petroglyphs, and and then I see it on TV. You see, so I, I'm always getting the information first. Sure. Yeah. And and it 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 makes me appear uh, anxious, but it's because I'm getting information that nobody got yet. Well, I mean, I'm getting it. You're the, I mean, I'm sure other people are getting it. You're too. the receiver. Well, that and that's I what I'm talking. Receiver. I I do think. I, obviously, you've got a proclivity toward these sorts of experiences. But what I maintain, I really do, Sharon, is that. Whatever is happening right now, I've said it so much, I sound like a broken record, the veil between us and everything else is thinning. And so what I call these, the metaphysical bleed throughs are happening to more and more people. And they're happening to those of us that have been having it all along, 
double and triple <laughs> the amount that they've been happening before. So it's it's actually quite yeah, interesting. Yeah, people are becoming more aware. And, Absolutely. You know, I think there's we also We only have a couple minutes a... left, just so you know. We're really going to, we're going over, but go okay. ahead, make that final statement. <laughs> well, there's also going to be a lot of achievement in in hmm. in writing and art and, and science, of course. The, the um, people that, that dig past the surface to understand the whys and the wheres of the universe, it has to do with connecting the dots. Connecting the dots. And that is what's going to be happening right now. We're going to be on a different, it's almost like we're going to be on a different planet. I mean, things are evolving and uh, being uncovered. And I walk around when I do. I'm usually pretty much a recluse here because I'm so empathic, it's hard to be with people. But when I do interact with some people, they're from different planets. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm from Venus. I've always said it before without really studying it, because it has to do with love and nurturing. But there are people here that are from other planets, and I know it, because their whole, I mean, their thoughts are so uncongruent to mm. what's really going on in the world it shocks me yeah i am always in shock you're not about alone how <laughs> you're not alone I cannot, in that i can't really be with a lot of, now i do very good readings with people i've helped them tremendously mm. and that is a whole different story it's a one-on-one with the vibrations but when i see how people are working i cannot believe how unconscious and how their consciousness is from a whole long time ago mind well it's it's like they're stuck in in a a time warp right you know i have to tell you sharon well listen you're in good company my dear because our audience members many of them that listen in feel the same and i think there are quite a few of us that are you know dolores cannon the late now dolores cannon spoke about a new earth and literally a splitting off of uh terraforma to another uh vibration let's just say so Listen, you know, I, I just want to say that I heard okay. your show, uh, Mary, I'm sorry, Mary Rodwell, okay? She talked about the new children and everything. I listened to your show there, and I really don't usually listen to a lot of these things because I come up with my own stuff, and I, I don't want to be flavored by other people's uh, notions and such. But, you know, I feel in myself that I am an, an, an adult indigo child. Mm-hmm. I have. I was born indigo. That's happened a very long time ago. She talks about new children, this Mary Rodwell. But these children have been here for a long time. Oh, absolutely. And, and I th- now they're they're being. Uh, it's all being revealed. Agreed. And and Agreed. they're not being brought up correctly because yeah. it's always the standard matrix of how families are bringing up children. But it doesn't work with indigos. Right. They never do get us. They never do get us. I do think that there, first of all, I agree with you in that I think that we've had that element of human on our planet for quite some time, but I think we all agree that they're coming in larger numbers. So thank you for that. Listen, yes, my dear, you're, you're taking me into a whole nother realm. Well, you're so far over. We're going to have to leave it there. Tell us very quickly okay. where you can be found because I know there are people <laughs> that are going to want to find you. Go ahead, Sharon. Okay, well, they can um, email me. That's the best way, and it's info at Sharon Milstein, S-H-A-R-O-N-M-I-L-L-S-T-E-I-N dot com. 
info at SharonMilstein.com is the best way. Beautiful. And I love to help people. I love to help people. I can attest to that, everyone. So don't barrage her, but definitely reach out to Sharon. And I will call everybody back, and I enjoy inquiries. I enjoy calling people back and um, getting into helping them be the best that they're here to be on this planet. Beautiful. Well said. From a person who always has some very, very in-depth um, things to say about some of the things that we may or may not be thinking too deeply about. It's really always a pleasure to have Sharon Milstein back on the show for number five, since we've been talking so much about the numbers. So Sharon, thank you once again, and happy, happy new year. Happy new year, happy holiday season, happy Hanukkah. It's the time of light, brilliant light right now. I pray that it shines on all of us, especially people that have nots and the people that are still trying to correct the destruction of flooding. Mm. Thank you for that. All right. We thank you for tuning in. And again, happy holidays to everyone out there for Higher Journeys. Take care. It was refreshing and exciting to hear that as we look towards 2018, what will be revealed will have a more metaphysical tone. An atmosphere that I have always maintained is not an epiphenomenon of reality, but rather the basis for how reality works to begin with. No matter what will be revealed, let's keep our eyes, ears, and as always, our hearts and minds open and receptive. Thank you for joining me for this special annual edition of Higher Journeys Radio and for making 2017 special for me and the team at Higher Journeys. We are so grateful for your ongoing support and for being willing to go on the journey with us. Until next year, I'm your host, Alexis Brooks.